0: to global value. In today's video, we are going to be taking a look at Salesforce, ticker symbol CRM. We will be performing a fundamental stock analysis of Salesforce by looking at the financials underlying the business. Before we do that though, let's remind ourselves of the four principles of value investing. So value investing principle number one. When you're purchasing a stock, what you're really buying is a ownership share in the underlying business. This means that the returns that you're likely to get from a stock, over long periods of time are going to be approximately the returns that the underlying business actually earns over that same time frame value investing principle number two mr market is there to serve you not to teach you so price does not always equal value price is what we as investors pay but value is what we really get our job as investors is to find those opportunities where price and value really diverge from one another where we could have the opportunity to pay for something that's increasing in value while its price is going down. Value investing principle number three, margin of safety. In order to deliver superior risk adjusted returns over long periods of time, every investment requires a sufficient margin of safety. Margin of safety can come from a variety of factors. And finally, value investing principle number four as investors, we need to stay within our circle of competence. We as investors do not deserve to make money from something that we don't understand. Staying within our circle of competence helps us to minimize mistakes as well as have the conviction to stay with the business over the long run. So now that we've reminded ourselves of the value investing principles, let's get right into this fundamental analysis of Salesforce. Currently at the time of recording this video, Salesforce is trading at $171 per share. Salesforce has been down almost 26% over the last year. Going all the way back to 2005, Salesforce is nearly a 50 bagger having returned a 25.5% Compounded annual return. Salesforce was both a subscriber request as well as something that I was interested in looking at, anyways as it's trading just off of its 52 week low, which is down quite significantly from that 52 week high. Even though it's trading at its 52 week low, Salesforce is still a $170 billion business. So this is a very large software company. As for some background about the business, Salesforce Inc provides customer relationship management technology that brings companies and customers together worldwide. It's customer 360 platform enables its customers to work together To deliver connected experiences for their customers the company's service offerings include sales service marketing and commerce sales stores data monitors leads and progress forecasts opportunities provides insights through analytics and relationship intelligence and delivers quotes contracts and invoices service enables companies to deliver trusted and highly personalized customer service and support at scale marketing enables companies to plan personalize, and optimize one-to-one customer marketing journeys, and commerce empowers brands to unify the customer experience across mobile, web, social, and store commerce points. Farther, Salesforce offerings are comprised of Slack, a chat-based business communication platform, Tableau, an end-to-end analytics solution serving various enterprise use cases, and MuleSoft, an integration offering that allows its customers to unlock data across their enterprise. Salesforce serves customers in almost every industry globally. Salesforce also offers professional services and in-person and online courses to certify its customers and partners on architecting, administrating, deploying, and developing its service offerings. The company provides its services through direct sales and consulting firms, system integrators, and other partners. Salesforce Inc. was incorporated in 1999 and is headquartered in San Francisco, California. Fun fact, Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff was a very good friend of Apple co-founder and former CEO Steve Jobs. So now that we have a background about the business, let's get right into our analysis. We're going to be performing a fundamental eight pillar analysis of Salesforce, which is a strategy popularized by everything money. So let's get right into it. Starting off with pillar number one, we're looking for the five year average PE to be below 22 and a half. This one's going to be an X. Their current P PE is 116 times earnings, and their five-year PE is 583. So that's a really bad X. This may seem like a really extreme miss, but it's not totally unreasonable with some of these fast-growing software companies, especially as their earnings fluctuate. Pillar number two, we want Salesforce's average five-year return on capital to be above 9%. Unfortunately, this is not the case. Their five-year average return on capital is only 2%, and it's actually been decreasing over the past five years. So this is going to be our second X. Moving on to pillar number three, we want to see five-year revenue growth. So this one's going to be our first check, and this is a really big check. Salesforce has been able to more than double revenues over the past five years. So they're growing revenues at a very high rate. Scrolling down, pillar number four, we're taking a look at net income and we want to see five year net income growth. In 2018, Salesforce had $360 million of net income and they grew that to $1.4 billion of net income in 2021. So that's another check. We're looking at Salesforce's shares outstanding. We don't want any business to be diluting current shareholders. And this is going to be a another X here. In 2018, Salesforce had 735 million shares outstanding, and they increased this to 974 million shares outstanding as of the beginning of 2022. So that's more than a 25% shareholder dilution, which basically means that as a shareholder, you are now entitled to 25% less of the earnings than you were if they wouldn't have diluted you. So that's a silent killer for investors and that's going to be another x here. Pillar number six, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. In 2017, Salesforce had $2.2 billion of free cash flow and they grew that to $5.3 billion of free cash flow in 2021. So that is a check on pillar number six. In 2020, they produced $4.1 billion of free cash flow. In 2019, they produced $3.7 billion of free cash flow. And in 2018, they produced $2.8 billion of free cash flow. So averaged out, this comes to a five-year average free cash flow of 3.6 billion dollars a year we're going to need that for pillar seven and eight another thing i want to mention is that salesforce has accelerated its growth through acquisitions so notably salesforce spent 15 billion dollars in cash as part of their acquisition of slack last year and they've also ponied up large amounts for tableau and MuleSoft soft as well so acquisitions has been the primary place where their cash flow is going in fact over the past five years salesforce has spent more than 22 billion dollars in cash acquisitions averaged out that comes to 4.4 billion dollars a year of cash acquisitions which is 600 million dollars more than the free cash flow that they have so they are spending a ton of money on acquisitions and in order to reliably understand the future earnings potentials of salesforce you have to understand both what these acquisitions are, how they contribute to Salesforce's business, and is Salesforce getting an appropriate return on investment from these acquisitions. Those three factors are absolutely crucial to understand this company going forward into the future. But now moving on to pillar number seven, we want Salesforce's net debt to be below that five-year average free cash flow multiplied by five. So Salesforce currently has $3.8 billion of net debt. Net debt is short and long-term debt minus cash and cash equivalents. So multiplying their $3.6 billion of free cash flow times five, that comes out to $18 billion. So this is a check based on their average free cash flow in one year and the cash and cash equivalents they have on their balance sheet, they could pay off almost all of their debt in just a year. And the big pillar of them all, pillar number eight, we're comparing their market cap to their free cash flow yield. Specifically, we want Salesforce market cap to be below their five year average free cash flow multiplied by 20. Currently, Salesforce has a market cap of about $170 billion. And in an average year over the past five years, they've done $3.6 billion of free cash flow. Multiplying 3.6 times 20 brings us to $72 billion, which is less than half of their current market cap so that is an x and remember guys most of their free cash flow is going to acquisitions anyways so in summary salesforce checks the box on four out of eight pillars it's a fast-growing business that's fueling itself with a lot of acquisitions they employ pretty reasonable amounts of debt the big x's came on our valuation metrics of their pe and their market cap however there are some really important x's in there as well that they're earning small returns on capital, which is not a good sign, and more importantly, that they're significantly diluting shareholders. So just from personal experience, Salesforce seems like a very sticky business. However, you really want to make sure that you dig into this company in more depth before you consider investing into it. You want to understand if it's able to meet some of these baked-in assumptions that it'll continue this huge growth trajectory, and you really want to understand its acquisition strategy and how previous acquisitions have actually performed. You don't want any company to be performing a lot of acquisitions that are value-destroying for shareholders. Well, guys, that's it for today's stock analysis of Salesforce, ticker symbol CRM. If you enjoyed the video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what company you want me to take a look at next. Have a great day, and thanks for watching all the way to the end.